God damn it, Fish B, I'm not ready yet. I still got my gum in my mouth. Hold on, let me find a place to put my gum. Gee, what? That's not a very good place, but that's just over there by the lamp. At the corner of the table by the lamp is going to have to work. Welcome to Bob's Fishbowl, everyone. I'm Bob Van Dyne over there, the extra dimensional Fish B. Fishbowl, Fishbola, Fishkembe, Matumbol, etc., etc., etc. Welcome to chapter 169. Do we have to go through what happened Friday, or can we can we just move on? Cause cause we clean and skeet as Peter. We've a bad whoop whoop whoop. We can just we can just go. All right. Thank thank you for that. Lo- long story short, here's what happened Friday. J- just so you know, uh, the day before, a dear friend of mine uh, was involved in a fender bender and busted her ankle. And she needed my help on Friday afternoon, and it turned into a little longer excursion than I had planned on. And then the next thing you knew, the next thing you knew, it was time for the Golden State Warriors and the Clippers game. And we were dangerously close to a watering hole. So that's what, uh, that's what happened. Everyone survived the Battle of Winterfell. Okay. Before we go any further, everyone, did you, you're all right? Uh, there? What about what about you, Poncho? You're all right? There? Little cactus? Penguin? Seal? All right, everyone's okay in my neighborhood. I, I survived it all right. It uh, kind of went down the way I thought it would go down. I'm not, I'm not sure about you. So. Also, just because uh, now I'm mad at the fish bee for starting the show while I still had gum in my mouth. That's not very nice. I'm going to continue to stall before we get to Fish B shining moment. I think my friend Doug had a good idea the other night, such a good idea that I'm going to pass it along. Uh, We were talking about a mutual friend of ours and talking about how our mutual friend of ours loves mimosas. We needed this mutual friend of ours to do something for us and the light bulb goes off on her heads in her head simultaneously. Well, let's just bribe her with mimosas, and we can probably get just about anything done with that bribe. And then we start complaining about the only, and here's how you know you have some serious day drinkers on your head. We don't do it often. We don't, we're, we are responsible adults and we don't drive, but, but when we do, when we do partake in Operation Day Drinking, uh, we get after it, and uh, and the mimosa would be better if there if there was if there was a companion drink, a companion drink to the mimosa. We call it the manmosa, instead of champagne, more than likely sparkling wine and orange juice, a shot of Grey Goose, or a shot of silver tequila. I think would be gross, but I think a shot of Grey Goose in the mimosa to create a man-mosa, and in my entire life, again, that was my good friend Doug's invention, but I like it, and he's more manly than I. I can tell by his facial hair and, and his handsome, handsome, handsome mane of hair. Because I've never really had a, a suggestion for, for the good of uh, the male side of humanity. Never, never in my life have I had a good idea just for the, and, and you know, everyone can partake. It's, it's really just for lushes. I don't mean to bring sexism in. Are you seriously 
calling me out on the sexist name of it. Relax. Are you telling me that every other problem in the world is solved at this point? It could be because you seriously, you're looking at me sideways right now because the name has a sexist drink because we added more alcohol to a man Mosa. I'm sorry, but I'm really not like come up with a better name, come up with a better name and, and call it and call it that call it, you know. You want to call it a grown-up mimosa? Like what? Like what do you have? Manmosa's just kind of there. It's like a Jason Manmosa. It's it's just it's it's right there, you know. Spike that up with a little. I mean, what do you? What is it? An electric mimosa? That's stupid. That's stupid. An electric mimosa? Stupid. Stop looking at me like that and I'll start doing the show. I'll make you a deal. You stop looking at me like that and I'll start doing the show. Let me know when you're let me let me know when you're fucking ready and I'll let you know when I'm ready. I could do this all night. We could do this all night, all morning. Alright, you ready? <laughs> okay, alright. Let's go, fish B. Let's go, fish biscuit. Question one, everyone, we're still shaking off the Battle of Winterfell. Everyone's a little jumpy after the Battle of Winterfell. Question one, did you see there was another hate crime this weekend? Yeah, yeah, I, I did. If you follow the news, you did. This is a time at a San Diego synagogue. Woman lost her life. A rabbi was shot in his hands. Enough. We've been through this before. I don't want to play this game anymore. The tit-for-tat terrorist game sounds like a horrible game. And that, did you hear the story out of L.A. today? That an army vet was charged with buying pressure cookers because he wanted to blow up a white nationalist rally in Long Beach. And he thought about maybe a synagogue, too. He wasn't sure. Maybe a synagogue, too. But for sure, he wanted to get after the white nationalists. I don't want to play this game. But welcome to 2019. Welcome to our new reality. Terrorism has really been a slow build like a pressure cooker. And now as attacks become less and less sophisticated, they become more and more frequent. It scares the hell out of me. As soon as they just get down to guns and crowds of people, as has already happened a few times, Paris, Vegas, etc., etc. Christ, just New Zealand? Christchurch? Next question. That's depressing. It's depressing. Yeah, I, I saw it. it, it it's, and it's, 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 it's a world that I feel guilty about bringing children into. That's how much I hate this shit. Next question. Is the Democratic primary going to run smoothly? Is the, is, is the Democratic primary going to run smoothly? Of course not. Not, not even close. 
How many are officially in now? 20, 21? And I know everyone calls him Uncle Joe Biden, but no, he's Grandpa Joe Biden. And we'll see. And in, in this year of the woman, how come the top of all the polls so far, you got three white guys? And obviously, Mayor Pete is a happily married man. But what's going on, my suburban white women of the Democratic Party? Kamala and Klobuchar aren't doing it for you because it's all Bernie, Biden, and Buttigieg. We'll see the way this thing shakes out. Again, wake me up. There'll they'll be candidates that go along eliminating themselves. And Elizabeth Warren, too. Elizabeth Warren has had her moment so far. On the debate stage, Elizabeth Warren's stock may start to rise. Is anyone really paying attention yet outside of Iowa and New Hampshire? Only kind of, sort of. Only us ultra poli sci nerds. But the majority of the country isn't even following this yet. Let's wait till we get through two debates and then see where the polls are when people actually start paying attention. Next question. But no, it's not going to run smoothly. Of course, it's going to be a shit show by the time they finish it. These are Democrats. These are Democrats. Come on now. You know, do you think everyone's going to get in the get in the boat and, and row the same direction? These are <laughs> Democrats don't get in the boat and row the same direction. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Yeah, Fish B, we get it. We we get it. Your name is in the is in the question. We don't need the sound effect again for the millionth time. When I meet Mark Zuckerberg, should I call him Zuck or Mark? Yeah, we don't need it again, Fish B. And and what do you have? Some kind of some kind of date on the line? Are you are you going down to you got some NorCal plans that you'd like to share with with the good of the group? You're going to meet Mark Zuck. No, you're not. No, you're not. I don't. And if if you do meet him, I would I would I would uh, maybe Mr. Zuckerberg. I don't know. I are you going to lean in? I mean, you are fish for you for you for you you you. You lean in and go straight to Zuck. You lean in and go straight to the the the, the one. Uh, uh, I mean, that is what he's on Facebook as as Zuck. But that kind of friend is. I think he'll be the first to tell you isn't a real kind of friend. Or no, he wouldn't tell you that. It's it's in his world. It's exactly like a real friend. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good to know. Don't worry. Fish B's not going to meet anybody. Fish B can't even make it out of my dad's finished basement. Without my help. Otherwise, that you're stuck, little buddy. Oh, my God. Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. Game of Thrones. That's not a question. Who wrote that? Who... Who, who, who contributed that to the masterpiece that is chapter 169 thus far of Bob's Fishbowl? Who, who submitted that, oh my God, Game of Thrones, oh my God, Game of Thrones, oh my God, Game of Thrones? Not a, not a question, not a question. But at least there's no spoilers in there. At least there's no spoilers. I was going to predict the first person to die in the Battle of Winterfell last week, and I'm glad I didn't because I would have gotten it right. And you would have gotten mad at me. You would have gotten mad at me. But... 
Got some low-hanging fruit, I think, on that one. Next question. Did you go see the Avengers Endgame? Yeah, Fish B, we got it. We get it. We get. We get the concept now. There's questions and sound effects. We we fucking get it. Uh, no, I did. I did not go see Avengers Endgame over the weekend. But 1.2 billion dollars opening weekend. That's just. That's just. That's just. Just. Just mic drop shit. Three hours long, epic storytelling. Supposedly it's good, but here's the problem. Because I'm not a comic book movie guy, I don't I don't know the backstories. I don't I don't I, I know the ones I've seen with Isaiah, our executive producer, but that's not that's not that's not that's not that many. That's not that many. So I so I'll probably see it this summer with him, like at the bargain theater, I would I would guess. So but t- talk about it amongst yourselves. Feel for carry on all you want. I'll be, I'll be over there uh, 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 drinking. Uh, next question. Ne- next, next, next. What are the odds Trump gets reelected? What, what, what are the odds Trump gets reelected? That is, wow, that's an excellent question, and I'm not sure you're gonna love my answer. As of right now, better than better than 50-50, I would say, as as of today, better than 50-50 on Monday, April 29th, 2019. And I hope that's not true. You know I am in the anybody but Trump camp. But we were talking about the Democrats earlier. Nobody is better at losing elections than Democrats. I mean, they've turned losing elections into a world-class art form. What P.D. Weber Jr. is to bowling, the Democrats are to losing elections. Yeah, that was a reference to a professional bowler. Thank you, Fish B. A little late, but thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see who the Democrats nominate at the end of this thing. Or, because there's so many candidates, does, does this thing just rip the Democratic Party in half? And then Trump will win because he's, you know, playing a game. And then Howard Schultz is going to want to play, and it's just going to be a giant clusterfuck. You're going to have Bernie's going to spin off and demand his do his own thing because he got so close and he's, he's, you know, he he can't possibly run again. He's like 80. He's our favorite. I don't know exactly how old Bernie is, but he's older than us. He's older than us. And it doesn't look like he's got another run in him in like four years, at least not to me. And I'm sorry, Bill Maher. I know that's ageism. I know it is. I'm guilty. Occasionally, I'm guilty of ageism. Occasionally, I'm guilty of racism. Occasionally, I'm guilty of every kind of ism as I am a human being that thinks and processes things in real time. So I didn't mean to be ageist against Bernie. I'm just saying. But can you imagine if we had a four-way race? If the Democrats splinter, then you got Trump and Schultz. Then it's almost guaranteed Trump gets reelected, and it would not surprise me. Not in these topsy turvy times. Dear Uncle Bob, 
Yes, that's, that's me. Hello. Hello, everyone. Dear Uncle Bob, is it appropriate for fellas to get manicures and pedicures? Is it? Is it? Yeah, Fishby. Thanks. Thanks. We get it. Um, you know, I, I hate to speak on behalf of, of all males. I can only speak on behalf of, of myself. I don't usually get manicures. Those are the hands. But, and here's the thing. Within the gentleman code of ethics, which is a manuscript I've just invented, if it already exists, forgive me, I'm clearly not plagiarizing you because I've never heard of your shit. But according to the gentleman's guideline of whatever the fuck I said, according to the gentleman's guideline of ethics, code of ethics, manicures, pedicures, 100% totally fine. Totally fine. But only if you have the budget for it. A gentleman is frugal. A gentleman holds on to his money for, you know, the important things like burritos. But if you've already got all the burrito money you need, then absolutely. I, I often, I, I, I do my own hands. I, I can do my own pedicures. But, but with a bad back. At six foot four, 223 pounds of a lot less than steel. I feel like my feet are a long ways down there. I feel like they're a long ways down there. And then, then I got like, like one foot on like the edge of the garbage, you know, and you're trying to snip the nails. I just feel like that's someone else's job. And, and if someone else gladly, gladly wants to take on that labor, then, then God bless them. So yeah, so 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 dudes, yeah, totally do that. And you know what? If you're uh, if you're if you're entertaining a young lady or or a young gentleman, whatever, it's it's a nice date. It makes for a nice date. Get out there, get yourself pampered. Uncle Bob says it's okay. Yo, it's me, Fish B again. Jesus, hell, Fish B. Jesus, hell. Yo, it's me, Fish B again. Why are you so odd? Seriously, why are you so odd? Fuck you, Fishby. Why are you you so odd? What kind of... I mean, I'm trying to do this show. We're trying to be in the flow here. What do you mean? What kind of stupid... What what kind of... Jackass, man. Jackass. At least that's Fishby's last question. Your work is done. Zip it over there. I said zip it! Isaiah writes... How did God make seals? That's right, our nine-year-old executive producer, he's nine now, uh, he gets the last question every single night. That's how we know it's the last question. Get it? Pleta bola de fuego to follow. How, how did God make seals? Didn't we, didn't we uh, kind of address this question the other day when we were talking about foxes? And I've, I've been shouted down by the scientific community Sure, you know, as if I'm some kind of flat earther or climate change denier. I I get shouted down for this because clearly foxes were made when a dog and a cat made it. I mean, that's obvious. Everyone knows that. A seal at some point in time, at some point in time, and I don't know exactly when, but in some point in time, a dog mated with a fish and that's how seals were made. No, that's true. Seals and sea lions and, and all those creatures happened. It, maybe it was a wolf. It was, it was a wolf and a fish. 
There was, there was, it was, it was, it, it, it was, it, again, I haven't read all Darwin's books. I haven't read all the books. Is that, is that in there somewhere? Is there somewhere in one of Darwin's books that I can, I can grab that and read? Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Apparently, I don't know. Apparently, I don't know how God made seals, even though I think I do. Let me grab the paddle ball of fire because here comes the grand finale. And yeah, you're lucky. You're, 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 you're so, I don't even know who I'm talking to right now. I don't, I don't, I really, I'm the lucky one that you put up with this show and, uh, and enjoy it and tell your friends about it. Uh, John Singleton passed away today. Uh, the director, he had that massive stroke a couple weeks ago, been in a coma since, but uh, director of Boys in the Hood uh, p- tragically passed away too soon at the age of 51. Uh, Deputy A.G. Rod Rosenstein, he's done. He landed the Mueller report, and his last day will be May 11th. Thank you, Rod. We appreciate your commitment to the something or other. Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, Halima Adin. I hope I said that right. Uh, she's posing in a hijab and a burkini. She's making history. A hijab and a burkini. That'll light up Fox News. Larry King may or may not have had another heart attack. I'm not I'm not sure. The reports were conflicting, and it's Larry King. I hope he didn't. I like Larry, but he may or may not. We're, we're, we're not really sure. Pete Davidson and Kate Beckinsale split up. I had I had no idea. I missed that. I'm sorry. I don't that seemed like it should have been a Paletta Bola de Fuega item when it happened. And Burger King's fake meat whoppers? They're going nationwide. They're going, they're going nationwide. Fake meat whoppers. Fake meat whoppers. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll tell you what. Just just hold on. Let me let me grab my gum again. It's over here. All right. Thanks everyone for hanging out. Hell of a show tonight. Hell of a hell of a run. Just just hell of a run. Real proud of you. Life is short. Be good to each other. Yeah, we'll just end at that. Adios, amigos. Back tomorrow. Love you. Bye-bye.